0: In today's episode, Gary talks about some tactics on documenting your day as a business owner, leveraging influencer marketing to promote your brand, and more. Tweet Gary v, GaryVee on Twitter and let him know what part of this you found the most interesting. <music> to get us started, Gary shows how he's been consistent on his thoughts on influencer marketing since 2010 and reflects on it again today in 2019. The internet is the single
1: most underrated thing in society. There are going to be so many people here making $80,000 a year talking about gardening right? and $65,000 a year talking about skateboarding and $247,000 a year. They don't realize how much low-hanging fruit is coming. The fact that if you start a blog tomorrow about gardening... Yeah. Whole Foods to give you $50,000 a year to sponsor you, they don't realize how much money is coming down as the decision makers are changing. And now all the influencers out there, they realized how much it came down. So that blog became Instagram accounts and social media and influencer marketing. And so, just like I said in 2010, here I sit in 2019 and I'm gonna say it again, It's still underrated. It's still just started. There is still that much opportunity. This is not about who got a bunch of followers first. This is who gets a bunch of followers and does it best.
0: Have you ever wondered how a local business could create interesting stories around work that seems quote unquote boring on the surface? Gary breaks it down in this next clip.
2: you go to sell a car, you're pretty much limited to a I know mile radius. I know There's only so many people buying cars. Yep. With parts, um, although we really focus locally, what we're trying to do is get on the e-commerce level and be able to service the nation. We I totally... Can
1: I give you a very good piece of advice? Because I've thought about this a lot. Sorry to cut you off. Do you remember the show Taxi? I think you should make it. I think you should hire somebody like Caleb and he or she walks around the, the place all day and I should, and you should make your employees and yourselves famous and you will build a huge company. If that's in your DNA.
2: And that kind of leads me to my other question, question is, that's what we want to do. We're so all, do it. We're all, so I'm a little bit different than him, we have started out a few months ago working with freelancers. And we just haven't had a lot of luck because they've always got so many things going on. They want to hop on a plane and go to Europe and all this stuff. You got to hire it. So we want to. That's that's. You should. What are the positions we need and where do we find the right people?
1: If you put out a daily show about the trials and tribulations at your your dealership, mm-hmm. and you put it on Facebook and YouTube, your business would explode. Now, nobody's going to give a for a year. So for a year, you're going to put some real money in, but it's a lot better than the advertising you're doing now in the paper and billboards and radio, if you're doing that, and amortize it over time. But it will work, because you've got one, you know, you know right now that you have one employee that's a real character, and that becomes your, you know, Fonz. I really want somebody to do that, because it's really gonna work. Let me tell you how I would direct it or produce it. So now you got Caleb, he's just filming all day. Funny things are happening, you Charlie, like you guys speak, whatever you make. But what Caleb does better than D-Rock or better than anybody who's ever filmed me is he will ask me questions while we're filming. He just did it on the back of the cab now about how I post on Instagram. And I think you should do that. I think you should film the show and then stop and go to the parts and service team and start a segment in each episode called How Not To Come Here. Let me explain. If you have a segment that's two minutes long in every episode, so think about it. It's almost like it's a show, but then it stops. And there's like now an information piece in the middle of it where the people that do parts and service for you tell the viewers at home how not to come to the auto body shop because the amount of people that come to parts and services when they could have done something very simple at home but they're like me and have no, when I tell you I have no idea, I'd rather throw my car in the garbage than figure out how to fix it. Like, and I'm talking about two minutes. If you're like, change the spark plug, I'm like, I'm gonna leave it on the road and go buy another car. Like literally, there's a lot of people like that. If you had a segment, the amount of trust that your organization would get. It's what I did with Wine Library TV. I literally told people to not buy wine we sold. And I did it like emphatically. I'm like this right? If you did that, it would change your business. And then you'd be able to chop out that little piece and do it as a separate one minute video on Instagram. You see where I'm going? And that's what Linz will go into a little bit. But that's how I would produce it. And then you can script the audio and have a podcast for no cost.
0: A question that Gary gets often is whether someone should invest in their business brand or their personal brand. In this clip, he gives some insight into when you should pick one over the other and when you should do both.
2: We grew on me and named the company Massimo, which isn't about me, Massimo is a permative, so that's what it's about. But now, do I continue to grow the brand on Massimo group and what we do and diversify was the brand really still me, and I continue to write books and give talks and do what I do, and what's the best strategy for that and given that then what's the best platform to address LinkedIn Facebook yep Twitter so right?
1: what do you want to do do you want both both in what regard Well, the answer is do I build the business or do I build the personal brand I mean that's really do you op like that becomes the question, and I think the answer is Clearly, I think the answer is you can do both if you decide to. It's just giving up economics to create infrastructure around you to deliver on the personal brand part, like I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the real, the, real, the real crossroads for you, to your point, mm-hmm. is you could either operate the scalability of this business or you could double down on your personal brand, maximize your speaking fees, right? Do one-off consulting things for big companies, write books, right? I know you can do both, because I'm living it, right. but it means, not, like I have not made as much money as I could over the last four years, even though I know the economy's gonna collapse, where it would be nice to hoard some cash, because I believe in building both.
2: Yeah, money's not the issue, that's, that's
1: fine. So then do both.
2: Yeah. I'm you're sure. not at a crossroads. pumping the money.
1: You, then, then you're not at a crossroads. So is the
2: brand, we, I talked to Nick about this, but does the brand continue to be me, or is it focused on the, The reputation of a company. Both. Both.
1: Again, your answer is both if money is, the only reason you should choose is if you didn't have the economics to pump both. I did so. Then you pump both. Is this, but are,
2: are they different messages? Different channels? Sure,
1: I mean, they're definitely not different channels. I would tell everybody here, every single channel that's viable, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, podcast, they're all in play. They all are right. Even like even if you're, I I told Jordan the other day, my trainer, I'm like, you should dominate LinkedIn. The organic reach is real, but you have to make content that's like six quick exercises for people that travel 100 days a year, because that's a LinkedIn crowd. You know, nine great exercises for a CEO. (laughs) Like you have to customize the creative for the distribution. So it's not different channels, but they are slightly different messages. I mean, Garen will tell you that some of my opinions actually are slightly different than some of VaynerMedia's actual opinions for clients on media. That's just real. Or platforms. Or platforms. I mean, like, there's real... That's right. We, because Vayner panders to short-term marketing metrics and I pander to actual business results.
2: <laughs> that so
1: that's the official statement.
2: Given our audience is predominantly male, 25 to 55, just, that's commercial real estate today. Okay. Is LinkedIn the way to
1: go? No, no, LinkedIn is one of the places to go and you should make it more business content, but like every 25 to 55 year old dude in America lives on Instagram. And there's plenty of women in commercial real estate and you should also get to them. If you're willing to make enough volume of content, you can do everything. I mean, if you play out my thesis, I think what you'll see is when machine learning and automation hits scale in 15 years, every company is gonna be making 27,000 pieces of content a day, because you should. If you could afford to make a piece of content for all 330 million Americans that was tailored to them and they would see it, you would win. Like, I just wanna really drill this home, I'll tell you why, it will really matter to everybody here because everybody's, everybody's got the same answer, it's why I decided to write this new book. The answer is volume of content. I don't want to buy, you know, dermatology, but, I have a mother, a sister and a wife and you knew, if you knew who they were and their names and the piece of content in a place where I was said, do you wanna buy Tamara a gift for her birthday in May? That may convert me. The reason nobody does that is it's too expensive to make content and most people don't know how to run media. So what everybody does is the complete opposite. They make one piece of content and run it on Facebook for 18 to 99 year olds and hope to see what happens. So if you, if the reason I'm drilling this home is you're going to get every answer from that statement. Because mm-hmm. what you're going to get into is the and business instead of the or business. Got it? Got it? If you think about your framework, like us over a glass of wine talking about 1971 Joe Namath, as you peppering questions, I'm always going to say and. Yes. Got it? Mm-hmm. And so now the only thing that happens is how much money do you want to spend? Can you hire the right people? The end.
0: Social media will eventually become less effective, just like the yellow pages or billboard ads are today. Gary talks about taking advantage of this opportunity before it goes away.
1: My number one thing I can't wait for in the world right now in the micro and business is when I decide that social media is overpriced. If Cambridge Analytica didn't happen, it might've happened sooner, but I think I still got three to five years, but in nine years with no hair, You're gonna see me on whatever the Instagram of the day is and I'm gonna be like, you're buying Instagram, you And I can't wait because that's when I'll be able to go full circle because a lot of things that I struggle with in marketing today are the things I use to build Wine Library. I used to get 14% click-throughs on winespectator.com in 1997. 14. Like, I loved banner ads. But I don't like them anymore. And things change. And so the Yellow Pages was the best that's why everybody calls their company triple a everything because you showed up first but um it changes
0: thank you so much for listening to this podcast tweet gary at gary v on twitter that's at gary vee on twitter and let him know what your biggest takeaway was